Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything. I have commanded you. I'll get through this. And surely I'm with you, always to the very end of the age. And um, as I thought on this is, we're all here because centuries ago, people took the commission to heart. And if you're wondering why you're here, that's why. This is the word of the Lord and Marty. Uh, it's good to be with you guys this morning. Um, we are wrapping up our uh, series on the vision and values of Radiant Church. The three core values for us is we live lives obedient to the Word of God, surrender to the Spirit of God, and devoted to the mission of God. Kiddos, we've got some kid packs coming around to you right now. It's got a little snack and some activity pages in, in there for you to go along with this message. But if you've been around church at all, You've heard this scripture before. If you're here and you haven't been around church or haven't read the Bible or aren't following Jesus, you essentially just heard the punchline of everything that we're up to as a church. The spoiler alert is that we want you to follow Jesus because he's the way, the truth, and the life. So uh, the reality of, of life today is that this world is dead and dying. And there's some bad news that you don't have to look very far. I mean, you, you see it every day on Instagram or on the news or especially on Facebook, and things are bad out there. But maybe you don't know that they're actually worse than you think. It's not just bad. The world's not just in a bad spot. It's in a dead spot and a dying spot. And I know that you've been working hard to kind of recreate yourself and become something better and new. And we are working hard to save this kind of planet. We're making big adjustments and plans. But the fate of this place is actually sealed. And I'm not saying that as like a right-leaning, fatalistic, this whole place is going to burn up mindset. I actually believe that this world will be totally healed totally restored, and the people that live here will actually live together in perfect harmony. I'm talking like better than John Lennon imagined perfect harmony. It's going to be that good, but it's only going to happen because of Jesus. Jesus is the only hope that we have for our lives and the lives of everyone here on planet Earth. I'm broken and messed up. You're broken and messed up. This country is broken and messed up. This world is broken and messed up. And actually, the song that we're making together is really out of tune. I know that you can like drown out the sound 
sometimes, but you're very aware. Some days the song of life is very pitchy, and some days it's very flat, but it's out of tune, and we know that when we listen close enough. But the good news is that Jesus is singing a new song over us this morning. Maybe you've heard the same song over your life, and it's very flat, and it's very pitchy, and it's very sad, and it's broken, but Jesus is actually singing a new song over you. I don't know what image pops into your mind when you think of Jesus. Robe, beard, long hair, hippie, sandals, Jewish, white Jesus. I don't know what comes into your mind when you think of Jesus. But what I want you to picture is Jesus actually as the leader of a marching band. You know, the big fluffy hat, the scepter, and the kind of nice little punchy stance. I'm talking the marching band leader because Jesus is actually leading a marching band, and the rhythm of this band is pounding out the rhythm of restoration. And he's marching this song all around the world. And you and I that have said yes to following after Jesus, we're not spectators just looking and applauding like, yeah, you go, you do that, it's a beautiful song. We're actually participants in that. We are now members of this marching band. And the rhythm of restoration is being pounded out through every aspect of our life. Everything from our relationships to our finances, everything from the way we think about ourselves to the way that we think about the person that we're sitting next to. The gospel, the good news, is how Jesus is tuning our lives to match up with this restoration song. The good news is that you and I can't save ourselves. So we are very aware that we're in need, or maybe you're not. And God wants to bring you into that neediness today. But we're all in need. And we're all falling short this morning. And the good news is that Jesus has not turned his back on you. You haven't done enough bad things. You haven't run far enough away that you're out of his sight. He is faced towards you today. And he has enough grace to restore and redeem your life. This is the gospel. We don't save ourselves. Jesus saves us, and God is tuning our lives to this good news song now, and he's doing that through the truth of his word, through the power of his spirit, and now we are a part of his mission here on planet earth. Before Jesus gives us the great commission, go, make disciples, teach them to obey, he actually gives us the great affirmation first. Did you catch that? Before he says go, before he says you go, he says you look at me and know this deeply. He says all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority, not some authority, not partial authority, not authority on Sundays and Christian holidays. All authority has been given to Jesus on every level. We're talking natural level molecular level, leader, world leaders and nations level, demons and angels level, all authority is now his. Talk about a mic drop moment. Jesus has all authority, and it's from this reality of Jesus' great authority that we get our great commission. You can't just go and do a bunch of stuff for Jesus if you don't first recognize and surrender 
to his ultimate authority. Everything we do, it flows from this. Like we just heard these families dedicate and, and, and just, they put out, they drew the line and said, we're going to follow God's ways. But if they don't receive God, if they don't actually surrender to his ways, then good luck with that. It sounds nice, but Monday is coming. And if you don't recognize and bend a knee to the authority of Jesus, then good luck doing anything that Jesus says. Jesus, from that place, sends us, not in our own ability, not in our own authority, but in his ability and in his authority, we get our great commission now as his followers. This is typically where we'd see like the world map come up on the screen. It's like, where are you going? Where's God calling you to go? And I just want to say that, that maybe actually for some of you, this is true. God actually, I think maybe just prophetically, he's telling you this morning you should pack a bag because you're about to be sent outside of your comfort level, maybe onto some foreign soil, and it's probably going to happen sooner than you thought. But for the rest of us, we can begin to kind of count ourselves out of the Great Commission because we're not going like that, right? None of us are buying plane tickets to the Middle East right now, at least that I know of. You can begin to kind of feel a little bit like insecure or like less than, like a lower level Christian because we're not living in Africa. We're living in Dinuba. This is way different from what I hear. And I feel like, I, I believe Jesus actually wants to help us hold this great commission a little bit differently because he didn't say it to just choose the, the, the super elite spiritual to go. He said it to everyone that would follow after him is to go. So some scholars actually believe that word go, go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey. They believe that that word go actually would be better translated if it was as you go, as you go into the world, make disciples, teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you to do. Jesus' intention was that anyone who followed him would be doing the Great Commission everywhere and anywhere you're already going. This isn't a rerouting. This is a rewiring now of you and I. As followers of Jesus, we live a sent life. Everywhere you go, you are sent into that place now with the authority of Jesus. Jesus isn't saying that everyone must leave like your normal life and become a pastor now. Don't, you, don't, you don't have to leave your life and become a Christian school teacher or a foreign missionary. Those aren't the most holy things that you can do, actually. When you leave this place this morning, you're going somewhere. You're headed somewhere right now. But actually, if you're following Jesus, you're being sent to that place after you leave here. You've got plans. Maybe your aim is like chips and salsa after this. But Jesus is saying, as you go for chips and salsa, you're going on mission with me. Do you see this? There's a holy moment waiting for you with those chips and salsa. Not because the chips and salsa are that great, but because Jesus is with you now. And everywhere you go, you go in his authority and his sentness. 
Being a pastor doesn't make you more sacred or spiritual or holy. That doesn't come with this. What you do becomes sacred and holy when you do it with Jesus. Do you hear that? What you do is sacred. Parents, teachers, friends, all of that becomes holy. Not because you are special, but because Jesus is holy and he lives inside of you now. And so everything you and I do, everywhere that you and I go, has the potential for great impact because of him. Tomorrow morning, you're going to go to a job, maybe. You're going to go into a relationship. You're going to go into your regular coffee shop. And as you go, you are not wandering aimlessly into it. You are going on Jesus' mission with Jesus' authority and now with Jesus' strength through his Holy Spirit. You have responsibilities to do something wherever you go. And he's going to be the strength now for you to do those things. Do you see this? We empty ourselves of our own power and authority, and we release that over to Jesus. Our mission is to live free and happy with Jesus. Your mission is not to memorize a bunch of Scripture and then hit people over the head with it. Your mission is to live freely and lightly with Jesus. This is the gospel commission of your life. You are to live freely and happy with Jesus. And when we're obedient to his word and surrendered to his spirit, it actually produces real freedom and real happiness. This is the way. And on the way of our life, as we're living freely and happy in Jesus, when you clock in and clock out, when you're changing poopy diapers, when you're mowing the grass, when you're going to the store, you're living happy and free in Jesus, and you begin to share and teach other people who aren't living happy and free in Jesus how to do that. Jesus has saved you. He saved your wandering, lost, and wounded life. Some of you were on the brink of divorce, but God stepped in. Some of you were on the the brink of a mental breakdown, but then God stepped in. Some of you were headed for destruction. But God stepped in. Some of you didn't know your true worth, and so you were looking in all of the wrong places, but God stepped in. And now he's making our everyday life a billboard to show the whole world that he can do this with anyone, anywhere, anytime. That's you and I. As we go, We are a giant billboard to say, this too is possible in you because of Jesus. Your life is a mess. And we follow Jesus and surprise to us, it's still messy. But we now have a bedrock that we are unshakable no matter what comes. And things come that we don't expect. Things come that we didn't plan on.
but we can bank on Jesus now to hold us secure and steady. I believe that God's doing a couple things this morning, and I'm going to pray for us. But I believe God's actually repositioning his people for mission right now. This happened right there on the mountain in Matthew 28. He was sending this happy group of people and splitting it up and going all sorts of directions so his kingdom could be extended. But I believe God's actually repositioning us for mission too. Some of you are very aware of this repositioning that's happening right now in your life. Some of you are going into a new job. Some of you are going into new relationships. Some of you are going into new friend circles. Some of you are going into a new church. You're being repositioned for mission. You're not being repositioned just so you can settle in and settle down, but you're actually being repositioned to re-engage in mission in a fresh way. This is happening in some of your lives right now. Andrew and Brittany are here, I think, somewhere. I saw you. I didn't say hi to you, but I'm going to talk about you. Andrew was a baseball coach down south. COVID came, and he was no longer a baseball coach. And he said, I'm, I'm going to... Do a, I'm going to do a 180 here. And now he's an almond farmer in Tulare. And in Andrew and Brittany's mind, things were going to get readjusted. Family life was going to look different. Life in general was going to maybe slow down and speed up in some other ways, but it was going to be different. And God has plans, actually, in that. It's not just your own doing and your own decision to shift some gears. We may think that, all oh, family's going to be our new mission. We're going to do it differently. But it's not family as mission in God's book. It's family on mission in God's book. There's something wider. There's something bigger that God's doing in your story right now. Mike and Kanoa have been a faithful part of Radiant Church for years. And when we planted Radiant Tulare, they said, we're coming. And we're going we're gonna to pour out faith and we're going to open our mouths and we're going to serve and we're going to support. And they've been doing that for the last few years here in Tulare. They've been doing that in the midst of great tragedy. They showed up to try to be strong for us. And then they lost a baby and realized how weak and fragile life is. But the faith in which they stepped forward in through the process planted seeds of faithfulness in this community that will bear fruit for years to come. Because they listen when God said, go to Tulare. And now they're listening again as he's saying, go back to Visalia and serve in the same way. We have thoughts and plans and we take a step out in a direction and then God multiplies and does something totally different than what we think. He does it inside of us, but he does it outside of us for the betterment of other people around us. God's repositioning some of you right now for mission. I also believe if you're not like going into something new, I do believe God is recommissioning you for mission. Maybe you've counted yourself out. Maybe you just, you know, you've, you've thought I did what I was supposed to do and now, you know, like you, you're moving into retirement. But retirement actually, when you're following Jesus, isn't about retiring. It's about repositioning for mission in a new way. You're actually being called into mission in a different way now that you have some more time and space on your hand. You're, you're in a career, and you've been doing it and slugging it out, 
maybe the joy is gone, but you're still committed. And I believe that Jesus wants to recommission you in that job. You're actually supposed to stay exactly where you are, even though you want so badly to pull the eject button right now. But God's mission is for you just to re-engage exactly where you are. We have been called to this place in this life that we have, not to some like fantasy life, but the real life that you have in front of you, you've been called into that now because of Jesus. You didn't wander aimlessly into it. You've been called into it and gifted it to you by God. The Central Valley is, you're not stuck here. You've been called here. You're not stuck in Tulare. You've been called to Tulare. And it's time to be recommissioned in a fresh way and start living in a different direction now that has more to do with you and your comfort and, more, and less to do with that and more to do with Jesus and his commission over your life. 